Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. It's the fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. <laughs> All right, gang, welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wool Dugson, with my buddies, Kev Huggin Duggan. Happy Friday, guys. And Kyle, the coach, Duggan. Welcome back. Glad to have you. All right. Well, how about that intro? We didn't get a chance to talk about it last episode, but we got some <laughs> dude. You know some what season edit. we're on? Season four now. We're on season four of Charger Chat. How yeah. crazy is that? That is pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. I love didn't the. Think it the was going to make it past ten episodes. To be honest, we yeah. had to add the video. If you're the watching on YouTube, the teabagging, uh, bo- all the Bosa stuff, the little, the weird little run that he did on the <laughs> yeah. sideline, um, and then and the, the Justin throw. Herbert mic up. Oh. Yes, and the Herbert, the throw that he had against the Giants to Guyton. Yeah, that, so that'll just be a prolific throw that will live. Yeah, that'll be on infinity. season five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. That, we'll lock that in for sure. Yeah, that's, that's a lock in. in for sure. Um, all right, gang. Well, uh, it's Friday, so we've got to talk about some of the things that are going on in Charger World, but not necessarily in Charger World. Hmm. Uh, talking about <laughs> Kia, our our good listener, Kia, who... We, RB we, alum, our fellow RB, RB alumni. Alum. Well, yes. she's current. She's not Future. an alum. We are. Well, she's she's yeah. She she's, will be. She will be. Technically, yeah. she's still Kyle. she's still oh, in now. the mix. Well, she's still and uh, no, it's it's all right. You got to. If she was an alum and trying to get Justin to go to prom with her, that'd be weird. <laughs> that would she's, be pretty epic. I would actually have even more respect for that. I'm going to ask you to prom, and we're going to crash this thing. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to crash. Bo- the prom. I'm thirty. I know that you're like 24. <laughs> Let's go to my old high school prom together. Let's do yes. it. Let's make it happen. Um, Kia that we've talked about before, who asked our advice as far as to what to do to ask Justin Herbert to prom. Uh, I guess something worked. I don't know. I don't think it was us that necessarily helped her. Definitely but, uh, not. 
Our advice was go join the country club that he plays golf at. And right. I don't think that did it. I don't and think it's hard because he plays no. all over, so you never quite know where he's yeah. going to be at. It's tough. right. It's bad but advice. she did. Sorry, Kia. She did reach out on Twitter, and the Chargers did respond. They said, hey, we have something for you from Justin. Send us your address so we can get it to you, please. Dude, I hope you get, like, a helmet and, like, a jersey What if it's, like, a cutout of him so she could take that to prom? Dude, like, like one of those Stanley things? Or him holding his uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year trophy, and she can just, like... <laughs> we might if he doesn't send that, we might have to put pull some money together and send that to her so she can take him to prom, get some photos. Like way she holds his waist when they take the picture. Yeah. She's behind him. <laughs> Let's do it. I would uh, love that. Well, we haven't heard yet what it is that the Chargers are sending to Kia. So Kia, when you find out, please let us know. Oh, we yeah, we're all dying, waiting on dying to know. Yeah. I can't wait to find out what you get. So we're we're all very happy for you. We're sorry that it couldn't be Justin himself. Yeah, but you are getting something from Justin Herbert. So, congratulations. Um, Okay, and this was also kind of Charger related, but (laughs) not. So I I got to go back. Um, This was back on Saturday, February (laughs) twelfth. All of us are minding our own business. I'm, of, I'm in line for a ride at Universal Studios. Yeah. And then this comes through. All of a sudden, uh, I I get a text from Kyle to, to our group chat, our Charger Chat group chat, that says, I'm at a kid's birthday party with Chase Daniel right now. True. Uh, Ke- Ke- Kevin still, and I are just... We, yeah, we, what, 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 true story. What? Jaws on the floor. Like, Kyle cool. got to meet Chase Daniel. And Kyle follows it up. This is worst part. I agreed to dress up in the Paw Patrol costume for the kids. <laughs> Kyle, <sighs> what happened? Yeah, I mean, hold on, hold on. We can't. Are we gonna wait and show this picture afterwards? Go to YouTube for this. You're gonna want to see this shit. Yeah, let's, let's, sorry. Let's have him tell the story. I've already right, kind okay. of. Yeah. So. <laughs> This is this is just like a perfect storm, to be honest. <laughs> so the I knew I was going to my my wife's cousin's daughter. So my wife's cousin's kids, basically like our niece, our niece and nephew, they were born like eleven months apart. So they have they have their birthdays at the same exact time. So we were planning to go to their birthday party the next day. So my wife gets a text like, "Hey, will would Kyle be willing to dress up in a costume for the birthday party for all the kids? And like, that's something I would do. This she, she asked that because like, yeah, Kyle would do that. It's not a big deal. He'd think it was funny. He's and a team I was, player. I would do it. Yeah. I'm a team player. I would do it for <laughs> yeah. my kids. Like I thought my boys would have a fun time seeing me dressed up as uh chase from Paw Patrol. So I said, yes. How and old I is just, this kid, by the way, do we know? Um, Yeah. So there's, it's a, so our, our family's daughter just turned four and four. son okay. just turned three. Yeah. Okay. So a four-year-old and a three-year-old. Now, um, do you just have this sitting around or did you have to rent? No, no, she bought it. She okay. she bought it and ordered it. It's a full-blown, <laughs> okay. like, go to Disneyland, see type of costume. It was a okay. oh, shit. Very okay. hot, very, yeah, very serious costume. <laughs> um, so I had agreed to it before I really thought into detail about the idea that our cousin is married to someone that has spent 10 years in the NFL and there's probably going to be famous people at this birthday party. And I'm going to be dressed up (laughs) 
like Chase from Paw Patrol. <laughs> sure. I didn't. I, I don't know. I didn't put all of that together. Well, it's a kid's reason. birthday party. It's not like you're going there to dress up for Golden Tate as Paw Patrol, and then you be like Golden thirty fifth birthday, and I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm Chase from Paw Patrol. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, I think your line of thought is reasonable. I didn't. Yeah, I just hadn't considered who was going to be at the party. So I show up. Uh, we're with the kids. We're in the bounce house. All of a sudden, obviously, Chase Daniels walks in. I'm like, oh, this is, that's like crazy that he's here. Like, should I talk to him? Tell him about my podcast? Get him on the podcast? I got too scared to do all that stuff. So we just <laughs> watched our kids jump in the bounce house. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Elise, my wife's cousin, is like, hey, Kyle, it's time. I was like, time for time. what? What are you talking about? <laughs> time for what? What are we doing? I had completely You've got forgot. a song and dance number, my friend. <laughs> I, I sent you the Daniels, choreography I steps. I didn't even think about, I forgot about the fact that I had to dress up like Chase from Paw Patrol. <laughs> 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 so, so I go get dressed up in the full blown costume as Chase from Paw Patrol. I come out. I'm like, "Hey, kids!" I do the whole thing. <laughs> we sing "Happy Birthday" to the kids, and I'm like standing right next to the cake. <laughs> they do like they do like a, a a dog like they're all bear crawling race, and I'm running next to them in the full chase. <laughs> costume <laughs> and, then, and then the worst part of the whole thing is at the end when i'm done like i i did my job like I, I, I did my job i agreed to do these things i did it i you, i couldn't see out of this costume because the eyes were like this far apart so i had to like pick one to look out of i asked my sister-in-law to help walk me to the room that i was gonna go change back into my normal clothes she's like Literally holding my hand as if I can't see where I'm going. <laughs> Chase Daniels <laughs> comes out of nowhere like a free safety on an angle to stop me from scoring a touchdown. And it's like, hey, can, can, I, can, can my daughter get a picture? And I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, I guess. Of course. I'm like, of course. Yeah, I'll be Chase for your daughter, I guess. But then she sees me and she gets scared. So then oh, Chase great. Daniels. <laughs> And her daughter take a picture with me. So all that to say, Chase Daniels asked to take a picture with me at this birthday party. <laughs> that is glorious. Let's take a look at the photo here. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's me. <laughs> That's me. Oh, oh my God. Shit, yeah. Kyle. This is my favorite picture I've ever seen in my life. Guys. <laughs> I don't know whether it was one of my proudest moments or my most <laughs> embarrassing moments I, oh god pretty high up there in both categories as soon as you sent that picture <laughs> i died laughing <laughs> that is the best thing oh god. ever that is so freaking funny like my yeah. <laughs> but you got a picture with the charger. You, you got, got one, a but he'll never know it was you. Yeah, he'll never know. Yeah. Well, he, knows <laughs> what I mean. he knew. He knew. Everyone knew. Because I came back to the party with a sweaty shirt. I was dripping from being in that car. Oh, man. Chase needs yeah, a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no joke. Several people offered me a drink when I got out back because they're like, Good. oh, man. Thanks for doing that. You need a drink, huh? And I was like, no, oh, fine. Uh, there you go. So you were appreciated at the very yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. Everyone so, knew you, the sacrifice. <laughs> so the only time that you even talked to him was in costume. You didn't talk to him after the fact or anything? 
Um, no, like a little bit here and there when our kids were like doing games and playing and stuff. Okay. It was just fair talking enough. about the kids, but yeah, okay. I, I didn't want to bug him at the kids' birthday party. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, that is that is uh, such a great story. That might that have to be funny. our profile picture for like the day this episode comes out. That's going to be oh, easily. Our, our profile picture there. on yeah. Twitter. Toss it up there. Just Absolutely. one day, one day only. <laughs> You'll be like, what the <laughs> f- does this mean? Oh, God, that's so great, Kyle. That is Chase. so cool. Yeah, dude, Chase. you 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 got a picture with the Charger before any of us. I mean, You're now I've Kyle never... the Chase Duggan. You're going to week of the Kyle the Chase. There you go. I love it so much. <laughs> so good. So All good. right, well. All right, let's take a step. Oh, God, my head hurts from laughing so much. Uh, but folks, don't forget to go on over to chargerchats.com to check out some of the sweet stuff we've got over there. We've got member sections for you guys to chat it up with each other, other Charger Chatteteers. But go check it out, chargerchat.com with, uh, you know, hoodies, shirts, stickers, all that good stuff over there and uh, and see what everybody else is doing. All the cool kids are hanging out at chargerchat.com. I think you should too. And now it is time to go on to the next segment. You know them, you love them. The Greg Experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. Oh. Greg Experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. So now that football is over, officially, you have to find other things to do with your Sundays. I have my kids, my wife. They have more of dad and husband. So lots of honeydews and dad, can we go and can we have, and you know, it's all good. And then when uh, you get a little break here and there, you still have to find some way to fill in the gaps. And so uh, I decided to join a uh, Sunday basketball league with a bunch of other dads in their late thirties, some over 40. And you learn very quickly that regardless as to how good of shape you're in, once you get closer to 40, some things just don't work exactly the same as they used to. Um, My knees are screaming today. Just thought you all might want to know. CC gang. Big old salute to the rest of the boat fam. What is going on? She got Craig in Texas. Welcome to another edition of the Craig Experience. Okay, guys, go with me here. I promise you I'm not trolling. I wouldn't do it to you. Care about you guys too much. But it is, in fact, the most wonderful time of the year. And I know a lot of y'all thought that was Christmas, but mm, it's not so. It's actually the NFL offseason. What you talking about, Craig? I I know, right? Like, there's no football going on, but hear me out. We have now reached the point where hope springs eternal. Everyone starts from zero. We can all look at a path to a Lombardi trophy from a fan standpoint, of course, because we all start from zero now. And if our teams make the right moves here or there, really anyone can come from nothing to something. I mean, just look at the Bengals. It can happen. And we are nowhere near in the crisis that they were uh, two years ago. I mean, do we have our own issues? Of course, but it's nothing that can't be resolved with a lot of cap space and 11 draft picks, which you've maybe heard me say this before. Picks should be looked at as currency. We're not going to be spending all 11 of those bad boys in the draft. It should be maneuvered, traded, whatever it is you got to do 
to bring in some maybe solidified talent. Not just be looking for guys to groom and you know, promote into roles because this team is maybe, yes, very top heavy, but it has a lot of the key pieces necessary to make a run to a championship. Just got to do what you have to do to fill out the rest of your roster and supplement the rest of that bad boy with uh, guys who can come in and contribute in a major way right now, not in a couple years, like now though. Which leads me to free agency and hey, hey, forewarning, people, prepare yourselves. Probably about a 90% chance that uh, one or two of your favorite players on the team, people, guys, cats that you may have developed an attachment to may not be back next season. And it won't be because they don't deserve to be. It'll be more about money. Uh, what time has shown in the past is that some guys, there is a specific number that he won't go above for. And um, if another team's offering them more bread, he'll let them walk and he won't put up much of a fight to get them. You might just have to grin and bear that. But here's some rationale behind it that might make it a little bit more palatable. We currently have 57 to $62 million in cap space, I believe. That depends on where you look. And um, all signs point to Brian Malaga getting cut at some point. And I think that's like an additional 10 mil. And man, you got some bread to play with at that point. You can bring in some high quality talent. And I know a lot of people look at the way that the Rams constructed their roster and they think, hey, maybe the Chargers should try that. No, trust me, never going to happen. The thought of that probably makes time to let's go break out in hives. He's going to do the more rational thing. He's going to bring in signings that make sense. Going to spend logical amounts of money for it. It'll all be quite prudent. But here's the way that I look at it. I'd say that you can at least get two to three mid to high level names off of the market to come in and be immediate impact contributors. And you use the rest of that bread or a chunk of it to get some, you know, maybe mid tier players. Some guys can come in and add quality depth to your roster. So the team's not so freaking top heavy. I mean, it sounds rational to me. It also sounds a lot like what Tom Telesco might do this offseason, hopefully. And then from that point, you know, you're cooking with something because then you can go into the draft and, I mean, you can maneuver those 11 picks however you want. I don't expect them at all to try to use them all in the draft. I wouldn't be surprised if they get packaged for a player or two or for them to move up into the draft for higher picks. Whatever. There's just a lot to take from that and be able to utilize to help build the team out. There's really no reason not to do it. It's like all there to be done. It's like the perfect storm. It's time. It's got to happen. Uh, So that's just kind of my opinion in regards to the way that free agency should be handled. But what the hell do I know? Fellas, here is my question for you for this week. Give me the player that you want most via free agency. Who do you think will have the biggest impact uh, who's the guy that you can't live without come uh, March 16th when uh, the party kicks off? Let me know how you feel about it. Till next time, good people. It is Mr. 
T-O-P-F-L-Y-T-3 over on Twitter. And uh, catch me on the flight deck and charge it to the game on YouTube. Y'all already know what it is. It's Mr. Bowganger Don't Bang. Catch y'all on the next one. K love you, bye. Ah, the Craig experience. Oh, one of my boy, favorites. Craig. So you, naturally Craig. cool. Every time. I and, really want to meet him soon. Like, we got to figure this shit oh out. Oh, my God. We gotta, we gotta I, yeah, together. just hanging with Craig and just shooting the hang, shit. Hang, hang, just hanging with Craig. Sounds like a, a sitcom. Um, That'll be but, our next segment. Um, yeah, hang it with Craig. <laughs> good, but good question. I, you know, for me, like, when you asked that, I started like, okay, who do I want? Like, Von Miller, Akeem Hicks, like, one of these guys everyone's talking about. Like, let's get him on the Chargers. Let's do it. There's a guy that was just on the Chargers that is now a free agent. I know that's kind of a bullshit answer, but <laughs> I want Mike Williams back. He's my number one free agent right now. That's what I want back. Right. What he did for me as a fan this last year, and I'm just being selfish. Like, you can talk about like what what other people could bring him in. I loved watching him play. It was such a blast. Just from that selfish point of view, I want Mike Williams back. Well, I, I think you've also kind of talked about, I, I think you made a, a good point in the, in the last episode, as far as like, you know, and I think Kyle probably made it as well Is just what are the free agent out there is going to fit the needs of Mike Williams that already knows the playbook that already has the relationship with Herbert and is going to perform just as much, if not more. I mean, Mike Williams, I mean, absolutely seems like the right move. So I, I, even though you're saying it's from a selfish standpoint, I think that's the smart move for that position. So you're right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I think uh, I I want Mike Williams back too. Yes, uh, I do think that was a little bit of a cop out answer because you're not looking I do at too, anything so, else. But yeah. we we all agree we want Mike Williams. Back. Yeah, um, uh, I thought it was a good answer. Actually. I think <laughs> the <laughs> offense is was shy of an elite tight end. Um, I think we had a decent tight end play this last year in the combination of like four or five guys all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we all missed having that Hunter Henry type of do it all tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, that could have elevated us, especially in that red zone area. Um, and right. I think our guys did okay. They didn't do, they didn't, they're not the reason why we we weren't successful, but I think we'd be that much better with a solid tight end. Um, and so I don't know, I don't know why this guy, maybe it was because he just burned us. He had a great game when we played him last year. Uh, but David Njoku from the Browns, he's now a free agent. Mm. Um, I don't know. He's just burned into my, my head right now as a potential to be like a blow up kind of star when he if he were to well, get surrounded by Justin Herbert. Look what happens, you know, when a receiving a catcher that is catching balls from Baker Baker Mayfield right. goes somewhere else. Like what right. happens? Like is he holding him back? Like right, how yeah. good could that guy be? I right. I kind of I'm kind of into that. Well, let's see Odell Beckham go to that, the Rams and catch how many say. touchdowns and how many games and go to the Super Bowl and get an outstanding first half of that Super Bowl before he got right. hurt. Right. So yeah, and you get a you don't get necessarily a fair shake in that Cleveland offense where they run the ball eighty percent of the time, and yeah. the only other time they throw the ball is on play action deep shots. So how much is their tight end going to be involved? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think put that that David Njoku athletic athletic freak um, with the size and strength that he has in our offense, I think it could be a, a pretty cool fit. Absolutely. Um, the guy that I would pick. And I, I picked this guy only because I've heard his name getting brought up. I'm not as familiar with his play style or anything like that, but he was one of the top. He's one of the bigger price points, I think, in this free agency that uh, could potentially come to the Chargers with us having the money to spend. Um, I think defensively, we can all agree that if defense was just better last season, we would have 
moved a little bit further, we would have, you know, kept teams to lower points and we would have definitely had more wins go our way. And I think part of that has to do with the defensive line. And we all saw how often Joey Bosa was getting double teamed. He needs somebody on that other side to take the pressure off so Joey Bosa can be Joey Bosa. And so my guy that I would really like to see make it and I think could really be the game changer for us is going to be Dante Fowler, uh, defensive end. I think that is somebody that get, and honestly, even not necessarily specifically Dante Fowler, I just know the guy is obviously really good at that position. And so getting somebody in that position to offset Joey Bosa and take some of that pressure off, I think that's going to be a night and day difference for the defense and getting more pressure on the quarterback. I know the run was seemed to be the bigger area of opportunity last year, this last season, I should say, but I think, I think that's where first and foremost go there. Cause I think that's honestly going to be probably the most expensive position period uh, as far as holes on the defensive side. I mean, I don't know. Is there a higher paid position? Do you think uh, on the defense, Kyle, that would supersede a defensive end? No, right now that's our pat like a pass pure pass rusher is what we need. What, absolutely, what we need on the other side. Yeah, yeah. So get behind that for sure. All right. Well, there you go, Craig. I think you made a lot of great points. I think yeah, that that was the other thing that I didn't even think about was that uh, trading draft picks for free agency players, like not just moving up or moving back in the draft, but like, hey, we need to get a player. Well, let's trade Take some this draft five. picks. Yeah, Take this five. Give me something. Yeah. So I think that's absolutely the opportunity there. And hopefully we see that from Tom Telesco. But Craig, as always, buddy, thank you for coming on and uh, Appreciate sharing you, man. your words of wisdom, man. And, and thoughts and prayers to your knees, buddy. I hope, they, uh, hope you <laughs> ice them up there. real good. And yeah, uh, yeah. at the very least, you'll get some more PS5 playtime. Um, there you go. <laughs> all right. Well, now we got to go on to the next segment. It's another Charger Chat alum. It is time for Bolt History. It's getting cold in here, guys. Get, it's getting cold. Oh, boy. I remember like it was yesterday. In comes this whirlwind, Don Coriel. So see the San Diego Chargers and see spectacular professional football at its best. Into the end zone. Charger fans are witnesses to history. Whew. What's up, Bolt gang? Welcome back to Bolt History. I am your Charger chat historian, Mike Maudlin, and today we are going to be covering the Freezer Bowl. You know, we can't just do the good history here. We have to cover all the history in order to be fair to our beloved Bolts. Uh, the Freezer Bowl was the game that was played right after the Epic in Miami. Uh, the Chargers won against the Dolphins in the Epic in Miami, and then they traveled to Cincinnati uh, for the Freezer Bowl on January 10th, 1982. The broadcasting team was Dick Enberg and Merlin Olson. Uh, it was on NBC. It was played at Cincinnati's Riverfront Stadium, and keep, in, keep that in mind, the Riversfront Stadium part, because that plays a factor later on in this story, uh, with a temperature at kickoff of nine, minus 9 degrees, excuse me, and a 59-degree wind chill. Uh, it was dubbed the Freezer Bowl for obvious reasons, and it was the coldest game in NFL history. Still is recognized as the coldest game as in NFL history. Now, if you think about that, they went from a temperature of 88 degrees in Miami and high humidity, obviously, uh, and then they went to Cincinnati, where the temperature, the air temperature with a 29-mile-an-hour uh, wind gust uh, was minus 59 degrees. That is a temperature swing of 147 degrees. That's a lot. And despite it being really, really sunny that day, uh, the, the Riverfront Stadium felt colder than the inside of a meat locker. The Bengals coach, Forrest Gregg, 
had also played in the 1967 NFL championship game that was dubbed the Ice Bowl. So he was kind of used to this, the frigid conditions. Uh, and he he actually pulled some tricks that they used in Green Bay uh, against the Chargers. And we'll talk about that in a little bit as well. Inside the locker room before the game, the players pulled on pantyhose and layered saran wrap in between layers of socks for better, better insulation. Um, and in order to psych out the Chargers because they were from San Diego, the Bengals' offense, offensive and defensive linemen decided not to wear sleeves to psych out the Chargers because it was so cold. They would, you know, think, "Wow, these guys are crazy. They don't. They're not even wearing long sleeves." The reasoning was also because it gave our defensive linemen and our offensive linemen something or nothing that they could grab onto. They couldn't grab onto the long sleeves to either shed blocks and things like that. Knowing that the Chargers were, were from the West Coast, one of their uh, one of their offensive guards, Dave Lappin, remember that all the players on the Chargers side were bundled up with stocking caps and had face masks on and hoods and hand warmers and stuff. And so he said, let's use the cold to our advantage and psych them out a little bit. So like I said, the uh, they went without sleeves, but the officials also said that you could put Vaseline on any exposed skin to protect yourself, right, from frostbite and things like that. So the Bengals loaded their arms up with Vaseline. Uh, it was an advantage when defenders tried to grab you or swipe at you and grab your arms and things like that. Before taking the field, uh, Forrest Gregg told his players to try to forget about the cold. Uh, it's like going to the dentist. You're going to have to endure some pain. Just you got to go out there. You got to get it done, right? So just do it. Uh, in the fans, the, the fans grew numb in the stands. Uh, they they all had cold weather gear and all that stuff. And, and you could barely hear them when they cheered because of all this muffling stuff going on. And they even had 13,000 fans who had tickets for the game who stayed home because they didn't want to be in that cold weather. Uh, it was a 60,000-seat uh, stadium, but lots of them also couldn't get to the game because their car batteries were dead or uh, they just decided not to be in the cold. And they didn't want to be known as the Bungles anymore. And their fans, the fans that did come, weren't going to miss to seeing their team play for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Um, the Chargers had a big issue with turnovers in this game. Uh, they struggled in the freezer bowl with the freezing temperatures, of course. And on the opposite side, the Bengals started hot. Forrest Gregg remembered how their quarterback was able to throw passes in the cold weather in the ice bowl. Uh, and it seemed to be a better uh, solution than running the ball, which seems uh, counterintuitive. But uh, he allowed his quarterback, Ken Anderson, to throw the ball. And Ken Anderson at this time was an 11-year veteran, and he had a pair of gimpy knees and allowed him to pass. To begin the game, the Bengals started off with a 51-yard drive that ended up in a field goal. They went up 3-0. The Chargers fumbled the ensuing kickoff, and then Ken Anderson threw a touchdown pass to tight end M.L. Harris. And if you watch in the video, you'll see that M.L. Harris has the same leather gloves on that he wore to the stadium that day just to try to keep his hands warm. Uh, on the sideline, they had coffee dispensers lined up right next to the Gatorade. Uh, and the players sat on 150,000 BTU propane field benches that had been shipped from Philadelphia and the players huddled around more than a dozen kerosene field heaters on the sidelines. During timeouts, some of the referees got a little bit too close to the heaters. One of the other referees asked uh, back judge Jim Poole, dude, you smell something burning? And the referee looked at his shirt and realized his shirt was on fire and it was him. Uh, <laughs> the football was actually really, really slippery and hard as a rock because of the cold weather. After a terrible 27-yard punt, our, our punter, George Roberts, went back to the sideline and said, it's like kicking a cinder block. A 36-yard field goal attempt by Rolf Benershka didn't even reach the uprights. Uh, 
on the stadium's really unforgiving artificial turf, which even on warm days was hardly any comfort. It was it was like throwing a rug on a concrete floor is what they said. And it was so frozen that players said they felt like they were being tackled in a parking lot. Uh, even breathing caused some issues. When players exhaled as they ran, it threw up a cloud of, of smoke in front of their face and it just basically froze in front of them. Uh, after the game, a person that you all probably know, Chris Collinsworth, he was a wide receiver for the Bengals at that time and in the game too. Uh, he said, when you went to catch the ball, your breath would come up and form a smoke screen in front of your face. The Chargers responded to Cincinnati's early lead with a 33-yard touchdown pass to Kellen Winslow, uh, but then a 40-yard kickoff return set up a Bengals touchdown that gave Cincinnati a 17-7 lead. Two successive drives into Cincinnati territory ended with the Chargers Hall of Fame quarterback Dan Fouts tossing interceptions, one of which happened in the end zone. After a brief halftime thaw, the Chargers remained cold in the second half. On the opening drive, Chuck Muncie fumbled, uh, and the Bengals took over the advantage of the turnover with a field goal. The bitter cold in Cincinnati's stout defense grounded the Chargers' high-flying offense, and ice crystals formed on Dan Fouts' beard, uh, and the 35-mile-an-hour wind gusts at this point made his passes flutter like butterflies all over the field. And, and I saw, if you watch the Freezer Bowl, it is also available on YouTube for free to watch. Uh, the same thing happened to Ken Anderson a few times as well. Uh, the wind was no joke, but a fourth quarter touchdown throw from Ken Anderson to tight end Don Bass uh, sealed Cincinnati's 27 to seven win in its first trip to the Super Bowl. You would have thought it was a spring afternoon. Uh, Chris Collinsworth said of, of uh, Ken Anderson's play. He said it was one of the single most greatest performances I've seen from a quarterback in the history of the NFL. Dan Fouts and special teams ace Hank Bauer both suffered frostbite in their fingers and toes. Kellen Winslow also suffered frostbite in one of his toes. Uh, there were no special gloves or kind of any socks or any special cold weather gear like today's athletes have access to. Um, the home, home team's advantage, though, it wasn't just for the fact that they were used to playing in the cold weather. The freight entrance to the stadium, where teams entered upon arrival to the game on game day, it overlooked the Ohio River. Directly ac across on the interior was the entrance to the playing field. Large roll-up gates on either side served to seal the stadium from the outside. When the Chargers were on a offense, the stadium crew would open those gates and all that wind from the Ohio River came rushing into the stadium, allowing the wind to howl throughout the entire stadium, making conditions even more miserable. And then when the home team had the ball, the gates were closed, providing an extra ounce of ease in which to operate for Ken Anderson and the Bengals. Uh, some fun facts about the game is that Vaseline those the Bengals put on their arms ended up coagulating. It was so cold. The Bengals players couldn't get their cars. Some of the players couldn't get to the game because their cars wouldn't start. There were four Hall of Famers playing in that game. Tackle Anthony Munoz for the Bengals. Uh, and then, of course, Dan Fouts, Charlie Joyner, and Kellen Winslow. The game prior to this, uh, when Cincinnati won against the Buffalo Bills, was their first playoff victory ever in their history. That is it for this week's edition of Bolt History. As a reminder, stay bolted. Gay okay, love you, bye. What a nightmare. That like, would be miserable. That would be so the bad. worst. Like, <laughs> How mean, unfair was that, that they opened the gate? Yeah, so. that's horseshit. Lame. Yeah, what a, that's a, there should be an asterisk on that word. <laughs> Home field opinion. advantage, but come on, like, that's ridiculous. Oh, man, just, what a, what, just, <laughs> it's so and bad. Collinsworth, like, you suck.
Like, <laughs> shut up. Sucked in, sucked in. Best now. performance you've seen. Shut up. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, geez. It, it just sounds so terrible, but crazy to have that kind of documentation about like the, the accounts of the game about the, the ball being as hard as cinder, the ground. Shirts on being, fire. Yeah, yeah. Shirts on fire. Fans not even being able to get there. Cars not starting. Smoke screens. Right. It's that, that is pretty awesome, dude. So Mike, thank you for taking a look at the freezer bowl. We You're can't, the man. they can't all be shining stars, but boy, what a, what a historical event that was yeah. for the chargers to be a part of. So, um, awesome. All right. Well, I think that is going to do it for this episode of Charger Chat. Gentlemen, any parting thoughts? It's good to be back this week. It yeah. was fun. Yeah. I, had a, I had a blast. Who's on the case? Chase. Chase. Chase is on the case. All right. <laughs> Paw Patrol! <laughs> All right, folks. That's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.